Greetings, friends and allies. I am Quinn Red Mountain, and I am so glad to be with you today on 420, April 20th, the year Gregorian year 2021. I wasn't sure how to honor this day this year because earlier today, uh, the jury was still out in the Chauvin murder trial. And I just didn't know how much I wanted to focus on my beautiful plant friend called Cannabis. But about an hour ago, the verdict came in and it was guilty on all counts. What a sense of relief. And also a sense of dedication to the long process of shifting the system. Hence, this podcast. For my white friends and allies who are possibly listening to this, there is a very different system around cannabis for white folks than black and brown folks as far as who gets busted for it. It's very far on the side of black and brown people disproportionately getting arrested and convicted of small amounts of cannabis in some of the most ridiculous ways that devastates people and families and lives. So what I have to share with you today is, I think it's 23 minutes is a circle that I hosted last year or the year before, as I've done multiple times, multiple years, to honor cannabis, cannabis as a goddess, as a being who has incarnated as a plant that helps humans on so many levels in so many ways. And so I will share that with you. I invoke and call upon some, a variety of goddesses from different cultures that have been known to have an association with or represent cannabis. And then I drum for you so that you can introspectively reach out to the cannabis goddess, the keeper of cannabis, the spirit of cannabis, the plant itself, however you would like to think about it. And an additional important aspect of today is to remember that the degree to which you and I have uh, privilege and sway and whiteness and power in this culture, we must free cannabis at the federal level so that people of all colors can commune with her to the degree that we feel called and equally be protected against prosecution and persecution. So this is my prayer, that we, in the name of cannabis, that we focus on the social justice that is needed now going forward on so many levels. And today, 420, 
If you don't know why it's called 420, look it up. It's definitely relevant to what I'm saying here. This is the perfect day to bring up this part of our relationship with cannabis at this moment in this country. Welcome everyone. It is April 20th, which has come to be known also as, of course it's 420, but uh, as a code word relating to cannabis. And so on this day, I wanted to hold a circle of honoring for the plant and the different incarnations of protector or um, goddess energies around the world that have been associated with cannabis for uh, countless generations. In a little while, I'll read a few tidbits from uh, a simple source about some very basic introductory um, information around guardian spirits, specifically in female form related to cannabis. But the one reason why I wanted to offer this circle now is because our relationship here in the U.S., that's all I can speak about, um, we are have been in a troubling relationship with cannabis and a lot of people have been hurt and imprisoned and their lives ruined because of enjoying or honoring this plant. And now, of course, many states are turning to the attitude that it's medicine as it is and legalizing either medical or recreational cannabis. I prefer to call it cannabis because that's its name. Offers respect rather than a borderline derogatory term. So wherever you are, there's some of us in the room and we just had a few drops of water-soluble CBD. So CBD is moving in our bodies and CBD is one reason why I want to find more and more ways to hold a space like this for this plant is because now CBD is legal and it's being understood about what a medicine it is. And so anyone can have CBD and that's absolutely from the cannabis plant. So if you don't know much about CBD, go look it up because it is a perfectly designed medicine for humans. So even those of you who do not want to be altered by THC, CBD is a wonderful ally. And then also the plant itself, what's called hemp, with the recent farm bill passing, it has paved the way for hemp production in the U.S. to become legal, at least in certain places, if not all. I don't know a lot of the details, but that's going to change the, the pattern of relationship as well. So something that I would like to bring up before I start reading some details about um, goddess energies around cannabis is that these two things that I just mentioned, well, all three, so 
THC, CBD, and hemp, the fiber. All three of those things fly directly in the face of the big corporations who have a lock on those um, areas of culture where they make a lot of money, either cotton or pharmaceuticals, opioids, things like that, pain medication. And so there is a strong energy doing their best to keep cannabis out of the hands of people. And so as we then in a little while go into the journey, part of the of this energy today is about asking for an intending protection and a heightened awareness about where where we are going and where we need to go to be more sustainable in our bodies, minds, spirits and the way we live. And so cannabis should be a part of that. Another thing that you can hold while the drum is going later is any pain or concern in your body related to this plant. Any past experiences that have left trauma or a a wariness or a hesitancy in your life or in someone you care about, their life. Maybe you could offer those feelings to whatever version of the cannabis goddess that might present herself or some other helping energy might present themselves to you. Then you might offer that to them and ask them to help you hold it or transform it. So thank you for being here. And right now I am going to find, there it is, Cannabis Goddess. So right off the top, I apologize for pronunciation of any of these words. So first I would like to start with, uh, from from Chinese culture, Magu. So, the name literally means hemp maiden, and it says she is a legendary Taoist, X-I-A-N, however you would say that, which translates into immortal transcendent. She is associated with the elixir of life and a symbolic protector of females in Chinese mythology. Stories in Chinese literature describe her as a beautiful young woman with long bird-like fingernails, while early myths associate her with caves. Magu's name compounds two common Chinese words, ma, which is hemp, cannabis, and gu, aunt, maid. Ma shows plants drying in a, drying in a shed or a shack originally meant hemp cannabis sativa and cannabis has been continually cultivated in china since neolithic times 
translating Magu into English is problematic, depending on whether her name is interpreted as maid, priestess, goddess of hemp, marijuana, or something else. A few scholars have thought that possibly the, the Mog part of it, Magu, is some relation to old Persian magician magi. Um, it's also in Korean, Mago, and in Japanese, Maku. So now another goddess, Kali. Kali is generally depicted with a girdle of human arms and a necklace of skulls, and she represents the dark aspect of the goddess, Trinity of Virgin Mother Crone. Both ancient and modern devotees of Kali partake, partake in cannabis in various forms as a part of their worship. Devotional ceremonies to Kali involved cannabis ingest, ingestion and ritual sex, which is directed at raising the kundalini energy from the base of the spine up to the higher centers of the brain. And I will insert whether it is physical sex or kundalini energy work. Both work great with cannabis. The worship of Kali, under various names, extended into the ancient Near East, and cannabis was also used by many of the worshippers of Kali's ancient world counterparts. Kali is the Hindu counterpart of the ferocious and sensual Canaanite goddess Anath, part of a similar trinity with Ashira and Astarte, who is also described with attached heads to her back and hands to her waist. She too is associated with cannabis. In ancient Germany, marijuana was used in association with Freya. It is gen generally accepted that it was the horseback riding Scythians who spread the combination of cannabis and goddess worship throughout much of the ancient world. I don't know who says that exactly, but that's an interesting idea. So now we move into early when the Christian times started, which changed everything. In early Christian times, the holy cannabis oil was ingested and used by many Gnostic Christian sects in, sects in honor of the Queen of Heaven. The new Church of Rome followed their predecessors in naming Eve the mother of sin as well as demonizing magical plants. Their violent purges of goddess worship and magical plant use persisted into medieval times. It has been estimated that over a million female practitioners of the older goddess religions were burned as witches for utilizing cannabis, mandrake, belladonna, and other plants in their flying ointments. Even medieval French heroine Joan of Arc was accused of using cannabis, mandrake, and other plants in order to hear the voices which guided her, and this eventually led the church to commit her to the flames. Similar to its use in the spiritual techniques of India, medieval Europe, European occult and alchemical masters used cannabis to aid in the marriage of the sun and the moon in each individual. The sun and moon represent the masculine and feminine aspects of the self. 
cannabis seeds contain rare gamma lineolic acid, sorry about that pronunciation, found only in spirulina, two other rare seed oils, and human mother's milk. As the tribal people of the world have always shown an incredible intuition when it comes to the right use of plants, it is interesting to note that the Sotho women of South Africa make a mealy pap from the hemp from hemp seed to wean their babies off breast milk. So those are but a few connections to cannabis and the goddess. So where we are now with the relationship we could look at it as a, a, a waxing, meaning growing brighter, um, a return, a gaining in acceptance again after this last century of trouble. So maybe you are drawn to asking one of the goddesses that was mentioned for some kind of connection during the drum. And there are hundreds, if not thousands more archetypal goddess energies that feel a kinship with this plant we call cannabis. And so you very well may call upon one that you don't even know her name. And if someone who comes who feels that they're not overtly feminine, that's fine too. But the intention is, what do you need most right now that you might ask or consult the Emerald Goddess, she who has many names, that is the tender, the protector, of this plant we call cannabis and all the people who commune with her. So put yourself in some comfortable position and if you're listening to this later, maybe don't drive while you're listening to the drum. A comfortable position and then the drum will go for about 10 minutes and it's an opportunity for you to observe and listen and ask questions and state your needs and when it's over the drum will stop and then there'll be a bit more that's called a callback and so whatever's going on for you at that time it's a good opportunity to offer gratitude for whatever has just occurred thank you
I would like to personally offer gratitude to cannabis. Cannabis, you have helped me in many ways, and you have been my greatest teacher for the last 20 years. And I am a medical cannabis patient here in Arizona. And thank you. May you be freed and honored. So thank you all for being here, and I look forward to next time. Thank you for traveling this adventure with me on this day that highlights cannabis. I would encourage you to find a way to stand up for this plant and also equity in access to this plant. It is important for our future on so many levels, and there's a lot of ways that you can learn more about it if you don't know. Also on a personal level, for those of you who might be coming back to cannabis after a long time, or maybe for the first time, or maybe you've had some experiences in the past with cannabis that you didn't know what to do with them, then know that I host a monthly circle for people to be able to use the drum beats and intention to connect in a different way with the wisdom of cannabis, the spirit of cannabis, to learn more about the language between cannabis and you so that it can be as full of an experience as possible. You can find out all about that at the events page, the calendar at weboflifeanimus.com. Take good care of yourself, please. It's so important. And many, many blessings to all who are suffering the aftermath of being busted for cannabis. We must change this.